Warning. If you are easily offended or looking for a PC podcast, then you are in for a treat. JT doesn't give a fuck. Unedited rants. Unbiased news conversations. Pop culture. News. Interviews. Hilarious comedy bits. And you can't forget about the JT rant of the day. You are listening to On the Air with JT. Hosted by Justin Thomas. Produced by JT on the Beat Media Incorporated. From the JT Media Studio in Boston, Massachusetts. Your host, JT. You are listening to On the Air with JT. You're listening to On Air with JT. Hosted by Justin Thomas. On Air with JT. What's going on everybody? JT here. My name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. Welcome to another episode of On Air with JT, brought to you by Anchor FM and also Spreaker. Uh, we are being syndicated nationally at the same time on two different markets and two different platforms. Um, and yesterday's show went amazing. Um, I really liked how it came out. It sounded really good. We have to work on some minor things with the equipment for the, <clears throat> excuse me, the the speaker aspect of it. Um, but we'll get there. I'm not worried about it. You know, I always figure it out. Um, I'm really excited about today's show. It's gonna be really awesome, and uh, I really don't. I really think that people. Again, you know, I know I've been saying this like crazy, but I really think people are not aware of what is coming in terms of this show and the energy that it's going to attract and pour out. You know, I know the last couple of episodes, excuse me, drink some water. You know, I've been very serious talking about politics and talking about what I want to do with this show. And it's, it's definitely, you know, I wouldn't say the opposite of what I want this show to be about, but I have to start somewhere and it's a new show. And, you know, I just have to get comfortable and everything is just going to smooth, you know, everything will smoothen out and everything is just going to be perfect. I'm not really worried about it. In fact, I'm actually really, really excited. I think a lot of people aren't aware um, of what I've done in the past in terms of podcasting and, and things like that. So to be back on the air is a blessing to be able to figure out and agree to deals so I can, you know, be on multi-networks and multi-channels and multi-platforms to be able to distribute my podcast and my voice and my platform. It's, I really couldn't ask for more. I really couldn't. You know, it's funny. Um, I was talking to CJ the other day. He's so pumped and so excited to be back on the show and um you know the only reason why he isn't on during this week is because I'm going to Providence actually in about an hour or two so I'm always working um you're listening to On Air with JT 
I am on Anchor FM Live right now, and you are also listening to me via Spreaker. If you don't have the Spreaker app, download it right now. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. This podcast and this episode is brought to you by Anchor FM and Spreaker.com. You're listening to On Air with JT. Wow. Feels good, man. It really, really feels good to be back in the studio. Uh, I was just telling everybody um, on the anchor on the Anchor FM uh, syndication part of the show that I'm just ecstatic to be back on. And um, there's so many things I want to talk about. Um, <clears throat> I, I know, and again, I know I did. I said I didn't want to talk about politics, but are we going to talk about this whole Hunter Biden thing? I mean, I am not a Trump supporter. I'd rather have anyone be president than Donald Trump. But if, I don't know if you guys see him, but you just look it up. It's, it's, it's bad. Um, he's getting exposed with a lot of, uh, graphic images of him involved. Um, you know, he's being accused of having sexual relations with a minor. And if that's the case, that is so fucking disgusting, so nasty, and he deserves to be... There, there, there needs to be consequences. I mean, he, he, if he, regardless of how much money you have and what your last name is and who your father is or who your family is or social status and wealthy, regardless of any of those statuses and titles and relations, if you commit a crime like that, not only are you a sick motherfucker and need help, but you shouldn't be able to be near any kids. So if that's true, what Hunter Biden's, uh, what Hunter Biden actually did, if that's actually him, and I'm not saying that is him, but he is being accused. There is photos and videos. You know, obviously, viewer discretion advised. I really don't recommend looking it up. It's sick, man. And, and, I, and I don't get this. I always have these conversations like, why? I mean, obviously, they have to be so sick. And this isn't an, an excuse or anything like that. But if you really think about it, people like that, it's like, in my brain, I'm like, bro, you can just get, you can get, you can hook up with a girl. You can get pussy. You're Joe Biden's son. You're a multimillionaire. So it's like the fact that he's going out of his way or in his brain he go, you know, there's something chemically telling him, you know, if that's the case and it is true and that is him, that it's telling him that he should be doing this and that it's okay. You're sick. You need help and you should not be around kids. Honestly, like that's, that's really nasty when you, when you really think about it, really break it down. The fact that, 
you know, this has been happening and this is going on. I mean, this has been happening since the start of time. But what's happening with this whole Me Too movement and with social media and, and definitely within you know, the PC culture in the last definitely, you know, five years, there's a lot of shit getting exposed. There was a lot of stuff that was already exposed, but it was to a minimal degree. But once it blows up and these news outlets, you know, actually come out with the story or hit piece, a hit job, or if they're actually facts, which a lot of these stories are, you know, these are actually real situations, real, you know, cases that happened. Of course, they're going to have people that are that lie, especially when, when you're dealing with celebrities or people with money. There's greed involved. But at the end of the day, you still got to listen to the victim and investigate. Because there's a lot of sick shit that goes on. And I knew and I figured, or we, I guess I, I assume, maybe you do too or did, that there's a lot of, you know, freaky, weird, sick shit that goes on. And especially Hollywood and that whole scene and industry. And I don't want to bash it too much because I, I, you know, I have dreams of being an actor. But <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm, I'm going to get on my knees. I don't care how much you offer me. But having said that, there are women that are forced. There are even situations of men that are forced. There's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know about, especially in Hollywood, in LA. That whole famous rich arena is a whole different aspect. The people, that the average Joe, the average, you know, Jennifer, they don't know. And they couldn't even imagine. I mean, you can try and imagine and you might have, you know, a a grasp, a, a tiny percentage of what it's actually like. And I'm talking like I actually know. I haven't even made it yet. But this is just going off by, you know, this is just my logic and my theory and my, I guess, ideology, I guess you can say, or just my way of thinking about especially this kind of story and just assuming and based off of evidence and, you know, stories and things I've read and seen and experienced firsthand. Um, but it's crazy. But, but, but I'm glad that a lot of these people are getting exposed. Like Harvey Weinstein, Cosby. It's crazy. I just seen a picture of Bill Cosby. They, I don't know how it got leaked. I don't know how. I always, I'm always curious on how these pictures. I mean, these pictures. I mean, obviously someone leaks them. But how is it that easy for someone to leak? a mugshot of Bill Cosby. Unless it's public information, which it might be. But I'm assuming by that picture, it looked like it was for internal purposes. I could be wrong. 
You know, I've never been to jail. Almost been arrested a few times when I was younger, but never went to jail or prison and won't ever claim to be something that I'm not. So I could be totally wrong. But, uh, but still, there, it, it, it's mind-boggling, mind-boggling how so many things can get exposed or leaked regardless of how famous you are. I mean, even you look back in uh, that whole fappening with the whole, the, the guy who exposed a lot of celebrities um, hacked into their iCloud and released a lot of sex tapes and naked pictures of a lot of celebrities. And, you know, when you have... You know, when you have an iCloud and you have, you know, when you're saving photos or just, you know, the average person, you're, you know, you're not thinking in the back of your mind, hey, my pictures might get hacked. I mean, maybe you are if you're, you know, a very technical person and computer savvy, but that, that's not the first thought that you're going to think of when you take a picture. But after that, and then after all these things that come out, it's like, you really got to think about it, even if you delete the picture. They're watching. Big Brother, the government, these major social media platforms, they're watching, man. Regardless if you agree with it or like it or not. And if you've created a profile and existed on social media within the last 10 years, they got your data. And they're gonna continue to get that data to sell it to advertisers. And I'm all for capitalism. I'm all for companies making money, but not at the will and not at the privilege and not at the sacrifice, I I should really say, of the users that make that company what it is because if everybody left Facebook or if everybody left Twitter or if everybody left Instagram that's going to burn a hole in someone's pocket and not a small hole either that's going to be gaping I would assume probably like what Wendy Williams vagina looks like but I could be wrong But seriously, though, when you, when you really break it down, it's something you should actually take in consideration. When, when you take pictures and save things and, or upload things to social media, and I'm guilty of it. I was one of those annoying people on social media back in the day. Constantly posting, talking about my life. And that's all good. But it, it comes to a degree where it's like, all right, it's, that's too much. All right. Like, I, 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 like, especially with all the politics, you know, I was talking to CJ on episode one, I believe that got deleted. Um, how politics in social media has. And like, if you watch the social dilemma, you definitely have a better understanding of what I'm about to say, but <clears throat> it's divided us and you don't have to be like, Really, you don't have to be smart to understand that and see that. That 
with the Trump administration and this equation plus social media plus misinformation plus the way these major social media networks are designed to create and produce a news feed personalized for you that's a little troublesome it's a little worrisome and that concerns me because at what extent when does it get to a point where where it's like okay you got my name you can see where I live you see what I buy I type in I mean, they even go as in-depth as as tracking how long you look at a picture for. And then based on those analytics, they decide they need to change a color or change one thing. And, and they, it's, all, it's all a game. It's all a building. It's like building a Lego set. in front of a like building a lego set with a child because the child's gonna break you know tear it apart while you're building it but you're still trying to figure out or, or doing a puzzle you know trying to figure out all the pieces to the puzzle that's what these social media platforms are right they're building this puzzle and they have all the pieces they have all the resources it's all in front of them but some parts go a little bit differently and this might have to be angled at a certain position. So I guess what I'm saying is that they're in this game, in this industry, to make money. So they're constantly tracking your data, tracking your information, tracking your steps to see what you like and what you don't like. And then to go off of those analytics and then sell you things that, you know, you like. You know, I'm sure you've experienced, you know, talking about something, uh, a product, and then going on Facebook or Instagram, and it's a sponsored ad. You don't have to be the smartest person to understand what's going on there. But what's a little scary is how quick that can happen and how fast that data is being transferred between all these networks and cyber bullshit and it's only going to get faster and it's only going to get better and it's only going to be more accurate in terms of predictability so that's something that we need to definitely keep in mind definitely think of when it comes to posting on social media what we share and how much we share especially depending on what you do for a job what you do for a career you know um, because having said that, then you also see the backside of it. Well, it's still a back. It's still another downside of. Well, I guess uh, you know there's a silver lining. I guess you can say, but with like even like a good example, like like someone who I respect a lot, like Kevin Hart. You know, he got he couldn't even host the Oscars because or was it the Emmys? I think it was the Oscars because of the tweets that he tweeted like 10 years or like 8 to 10 years prior to that so again what you post on social media 
is really crucial and a lot of people don't understand that and I learned that the hard way I'm sure you probably learned that the hard way at one point if not I hope you don't but if you don't listen to what I'm saying then I actually kind of hope it does happen to you so you can understand that you have to be careful in what you put out it's so crucial it's so 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 important for so many different reasons I, I just think that's common sense. That's just my J2 rant of the day. <laughs> I, uh, it just, it's, again, I, uh, I don't understand why, you know, I was thinking earlier and I was talking to my grandfather. I'm like, why do we have two presidential candidates? Why, why are, are only two options Two people in their mid to late 70s. Like, why is that a thing? How? How is that okay? And we both came to the conclusion that it should be somebody probably in the late 40s to late 50s. They have enough experience and then they're in their prime. But when you're taking these people that are 75 and 78 and 79 and 80 and all this... You know, I'm not saying that you can't be, you know, quick as a whistle at 80. But you're definitely not at the same level when you were 50. That's a 30-year difference. And it's just crazy that the government and the system and has set up in society a system where our only two choices are two senior citizens and there's nothing wrong with senior citizens but do we want a senior citizen running our country that's you know and I should rephrase that because you can be a senior citizen and be in your early 60s but do we want somebody that's in in their 70s and 80s as our president and that's controlling the free world and making decisions to better the youth to better the economy to better health care Uh, and to have a better understanding and grasp on what's actually going on in the world and society and throughout this country. Because I know that an 80-year-old is not hip to what goes on in the streets. They have to be told things, informed things. They have to read things, see things on the news. And God knows whatever narrative that mainstream media, mainstream media is, you know, pushing. And that's a whole nother fucking debate. When you have the Koch brothers, you know, you have George Soros, you know, you have the Rockefellers, you have all these mega, mega, mega wealthy, rich families who influence the elections like crazy. You know, people think, you know, like, I, I don't know, I, 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 and it's just crazy because I was watching this debate with Cenk Uger of TYT, the Young Turks, and he was having a debate with Ben Shapiro. And it's just, it's crazy why I'm talking about politics on this show, which I told myself I wouldn't do, but here we are, uh, close to the election, and they were just having a debate about lobbying and how crazy it is and like how I've always been saying until you get the money out of politics these politicians cannot and will not be able to be for the people 
And if you don't understand that, I don't know what to tell you because it's the, it's the truth. And it's an issue that a lot of people don't understand. So when you have these rich people and these rich corporations and donors, you know, you think they're just giving a hundred million for just here, here, here's a hundred million. Come on, you can't be that naive. You can't. They give that money and there is an expectation of what will be returned. It's common sense. And until we regulate lobbying and and how these politicians can raise money for their campaigns, we're screwed. We are fucked until until we can figure out a platform and a system and who knows if that will ever even be achieved. Because the way, the way things are going, the way society, the way the world is going, we're going further away from that foundation. We're driving at 100 miles per hour in the opposite direction. You know, we need to go north and we're going south at 120. We got we to gotta bust a Yui. Because if we go too far, and this, this is what we're seeing now, not only will these corporations and these people dictate the narrative of mainstream news and the news cycles and what's being pushed and propaganda and all these agendas, because it's all a system, it's all scripted. Obviously, you have tragic incidents that happen that need to be implemented in between those scripts. But all these media out, you know, networks and outlets are all owned by a few corporations. And those few corporations own everything. They own, they own it all. It's like they went into Walmart, Target, and bought out the whole store. They own it. They own everything. And that's also a problem. But I kind of contradict myself when I say that I'm all for capitalism, but then, you know, you have people doing this, but it's, there needs to be some kind of limit. I mean, you look at the whole Jeff Bezos thing, you know, making over 400 billion during the pandemic and then it came out that he only gave his his workers like what was it 200 or 400 million dollars between all of his Amazon employees um, and Whole Foods and um, every other business that he owns it's like you couldn't even donate a, a billion out of your what hundreds of billions I mean it's ridiculous and that's where greed and, you know, obviously you have good people like Bill Gates and, you know, Warren Buffett who, and, you know, um, Cuban who have um, pledged, well, especially, you know, the Gates Foundation, Melinda and Bill Gates, you know, they have that foundation with Warren Buffett where they're going to be donating the majority of their wealth to organiza- organizations and um, just to help the greater humanity. Um which I totally respect. I mean, obviously, I'm all for, you know, 
leave some money for the family, keep that name running. But if you got billions of dollars, you, you're able to have the resources and money and be able to donate a significant amount of money to be able to make the world a better place. And it's not going to really affect your pocket. It's not changing your lifestyle. It's, it's really not. So when you have these wealthy people that, you know, you see that they make 20 mil a year and they, they donate 5,000 to a charity, it's like, wow. I mean, maybe that's just me being a little, like, judgmental or I don't know. But if I was in that situ- situation, I'm giving more than 5,000. And that's just an example. Obviously, there are people and players and musicians and athletes and actors that donate a significant amount of money or time or energy for them to use their platform to better humanity and better society and better the world. And we love those people. But it's the people that are so greedy where they don't even want to give back anything. And... and What's, what's ironic and what's crazy is usually for the most part these people come from nothing make it you know they're on the opposite side of that spectrum they overcome all these obstacles and challenges throughout their life finally make it in quotations where you're financially stable wealthy, rich, whatever you want to call it and they forget about what it's like being broke. It's like, I'm not going to forget what it's like being broke. I know that feeling very well. <laughs> you know, that is one of the worst feelings. To have an empty pocket, an empty bank account. And I definitely want to have a, a, an episode on when I return uh my weekly podcast, Journey of an Entrepreneur, I want to talk about if you're in that kind of scenario where you are facing financial difficulties and money and that's an issue, and I definitely want to give some pointers and advice and um, at least share my story on what I did to get out of debt and what I did to create an income and multiple sources of income at that. So that'll definitely be coming out probably within the next couple of weeks. Like I said, you know, um, once I, you know, end this show and these both two shows on Spreaker and Anchor FM, I will literally be going to Rhode Island, Providence uh, for a business gig. But I am going to try and do the podcast from a mobile remote location. Um, I just won't be able to have the mixer. So it's going to be done through my phone it actually ironically might sound better um, if you're listening on Spreaker Anchor FM it's going to be the same um, but if you're listening from the Spreaker network it might sound a little bit cleaner in terms of audio which is a little ironic Um, but we're just going with the flow and I really appreciate everybody listening you know I just wanted to get on the air do a small show um, you know fill you guys in on what's going on rant a little bit, talk about what's going on, and, uh, you know, give the JT rant of the day, of course. So you're listening to On Air with JT. My name is Justin Thomas. Follow me on Instagram at On Air with JT or Insta, I-N-S-T-A, Justin Thomas. Or you can follow 
uh, you can email the show, I should say, for all business in- inquiries, or if you have a question, or if you want to submit a song, or or whatever the case might be, the Justin Thomas Show at gmail.com. My name is Justin Thomas. You can call me JT. You're listening to On Air with JT, and have a great day, the JT way. You're listening to On Air with JT.